0: All right, Ulysses, we roll along in our player review series. And today we have two players to review plus trivia and name that war on a Friday Veterans Day. Busy, busy show planned.
1: It is. It's going to be go, go, go. We've got a lot to get through, so let's start it right now.
0: You are locked on Rays. Your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast
1: Network, your team every day.
0: Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day and be sure to check us out on all podcasting platforms and subscribe to that youtube channel of ours locked on rays uh you can also follow us on twitter and instagram at locked on rays and send us your emails voice memos comments questions concerns hot takes locked on rays at gmail.com all right uh Fitting two player reviews in one episode, plus trivia and name that war. We better get on it, and let's go ahead and go to G Man Choi. The good, the bad, his future with the team, and grade Ulysses G Man Choi.
1: Let's start with the numbers. G Man Choi slash line two twenty three three forty one three eighty eight. That's a seven twenty nine OPS. He had eleven bombs. Uh, 52 RBIs, a 13.8 walk rate, a 29.4 strikeout rate. Not so good there. 115 WRC plus. He was graded at 1.3 F WAR and BSR, which we focused in a lot in a lot of players. In negative 2.7. Yet another guy who's rated poorly in BSR. Um, I, I think one of the biggest things with with man is the the eye still there. That on base at 341 mm-hmm. is, um, is still good. Um, I, 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 I like the 11 bombs in a year where not a lot of race players could could go over the fence. He was still able to give you double digits, even if it was just 11. He still did it, man. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of other guys could, could say that. I think he was rated uh, fourth in the team. Am I correct on that? Because Randy, Isak, or maybe he's third?
0: Yeah. He oh was my third. gosh. Yeah. He might be he third. third on the team. Holy crap. That yeah. That is insane. With 11. That's yeah. sad. It's sad in multiple ways. I, I got to say this about G man Choi. Um, the walk rate solid. Of course he actually rated pretty solid and, uh, outs above average. Um, I mean, if we're going to a a defensive point of view of things, but you know, when I think about G man and what he did for this year, nothing spectacular, but about what you would expect, you know, when you look at his career on the whole, since he broke into the big leagues, I mean, what, what could we have really expected from a G man choice season? We weren't going to expect him to play 150 games and hit 25 bombs. Um, 113 games, 22 doubles, 11 home runs, uh, the on-base percentage was there that he kind of served up par G man Choi, if you will, not to mention the, the good vibe and energy that he brings. Um, again, I don't have a ton of positives to say about G man Choi. I think that, um, he's I've been saying this, for, there's going to be a day where he's no longer on the Rays. I think that's, we'll get to that. I think he's, I think that's, that's coming this off season, but um, uh, there were, there were other guys that didn't play as many games or post like he posted. So uh, kudos to Man Choi for getting to triple digit games and providing a little bit of pop and at least, uh, you know, adding to the offense instead of subtracting from it. So that's
1: what I got. I do have one more positive, which is the splits. In, in Last year, he was basically unplayable against lefties. I mean, the, the numbers were atrocious. But this year, the slash line against lefties was 294, 351, 373. So, again, not a lot of power. In fact, zero home runs against lefties. But the on-base and the batting average definitely did have a little bit of increase, which was nice to see. But, again, all power against righties. So, he did barrel the ball, again, 84th percentile. He does hit the ball hard, a hard hit percentage at 88th percentile. The exit velo as well in the 93rd percentile. So the peripherals are there that that he, he still does have some juice in there. But let's get to the very much, very obvious negative, which was if I think that he was unplayable against lefties last year, he was unplayable after the All-Star break. Right. Just complete, completely a, a ghost of D-Man Choi. I mean, the, 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 let's just talk about the slash line pre and post. Pre-All-Star game, 270, 278 batting average, post 164. Mm-hmm. 385 on base, went down to 272. Slugging four forty nine, two ninety three, eight thirty four ops turned into a five sixty five ops. It, you, I, you, yeah. You, that's um. That's unplayable. That's unplayable. And 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 it's so difficult for Kevin Cash to not play a guy who he knows is is a veteran and been there done that. Kevin Cash does give you know, a longer leash to to those certain guys that, that have been with the team for a while and, and he knows that he can count on them. But even even with G-Man Choi, he had
0: to st- stop yeah, uh, because it was just so bad. It was so bad, Kevin. Oh, yeah. I mean, his numbers second half, it would make National League pitchers vomit. Like National League pitchers being like, I could do that. I can put up those kinds of numbers, those splits, like throw me out there with a a bat in my hand. And again, all told, I just think not enough production for what he's being paid and certainly not enough production from a first baseman or a so-called writing masher. When we look at everything in the aggregate. So uh, that brings, I mean, we, you know, you, you pointed out, you know, what, was so bad about Jimmy and Choi and just, you know, over time we've seen his power dip while his strikeouts have increased. Um, now 30%,
1: almost 30% K rate, Kevin. That's, that's,
0: and and if you're going to give me
1: 30% K rate, give me the bombs. Right. I mean, remember when people were like, Oh, Carlos Pena strikes out a bunch, which by the way, that was me. Um, I'll, 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 (laughs) I'll, I'll say that. Uh, Carlos Peña had a 25% K-rate career. 25%. He was still giving you like 30 bombs at the end of his career. You're giving me 11 bombs and striking out at a 30% rate, and you're going to become the highest paid uh, ARB-eligible guy this year with the race?
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, and that brings it... To his future, he's projected to make four and a half million dollars this season uh, in arbitration. the The Rays aren't going to pay him that. They they can't pay him that. And it'd be one thing to you can stomach that strikeout rate if you know in those 113 games, if he gave you 20 home runs, sure. But 11, certainly not enough. So, Choi, I I am as confident as the day is long that he will not be in a raised uniform in 2023 will i do i think that he'll land somewhere else um stateside sure i i could see a team like you know the royals matt crotaro's royals or you know a, a, a pirates a, a team that needs some some pep in their step um bringing in g-man Choi. but i i think after all this time he's done a lot for this organization done a lot for this fan base certainly will be missed but i just do not see a scenario or a situation where he is brought back in 2023 to the race
1: i think this this is it for g-man Choi. and i don't care about oh well the shift might help him. the shift is a wash man it's going to help everybody it's going to help every lefty yeah so i i i am not buying that i mean it's uh and I said highest paid. Okay. So Yan Didi is going to be high um, you know, the highest paid guy. Uh, so maybe what, second, third? You can't do that. I'm sorry. I think this is the end for G Man Choi. And he's been a fan favorite and that's great. And I wanna highlight the fact that he does do a lot of really good donations and, and mm-hmm. help around the community with a lot of different groups and and this guy's basically giving out money to charities every other day. And that's fantastic in Korea and in and in the US. Good. I just for the money and for the value, it just doesn't make sense for the race. It might make sense for another team, but for the 2023 race,
0: uh, it just doesn't. Yeah, no, it doesn't. And again, we we can talk about all the off the field stuff. Same thing with Brett Phillips, too. But at at some point, you got to produce. And this is a team that needs production offensively. And I don't think Choi brings enough value with what he's projected with that salary. Uh, Great for G Man Choi. Um, I'll just go ahead and throw it out there. C, uh, 73, 74, I guess. I I won't give him a C minus, but the lowest C possible before you get to a C minus. That's G Man. Um, I I have to agree.
1: I have to agree. 73.5, 73. 73. I just. You you can't just dip out that way for two and a half months of the season. You you dipped out. You said, "Oh, I'm yeah. out, teach." And you're like, "No, dude, it's quarter two. You still have like half of the year left." And he's like, "No, no, no, I'm good. Yeah, no, no, I'm sorry." Senior
0: senioritis kicked in in July. Yeah, kicked basically. in way too soon for Jim Uh All right, we'll review the play of. Isak Paredes, another one of the boppers for the Rays. Man, it's crazy that the G-Man Choi and Isak Paredes, who would have thought they'd be you know, way up there in terms of home run leaders for the Rays this season, but that's what it was. Uh, BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every single professional and amateur league out there. We're talking football, basketball, soccer, and eSports. They are the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head over to bet online today or use that mobile device of yours to learn more bet online. It is where the game starts. All right. Isak Perez the good, the bad, his future in his grade. Um, let me just say this about Isak Perez. I think, um, He kind of exceeded my expectations as to uh, immediately after that trade between him or with him and the Tigers and Austin Meadows was made. Uh, I'll just put that out there.
1: Yeah, I think think exceeded expectations should be the majority of how race fans feel. If somebody was like, no way, I expected way more out of him, then all right, well, yeah. Um, life must suck for you. Uh his slash line is 205 304 435. That's pretty neat. Uh 740 OPS essentially. 20 home runs, co-lead in that category with Randy Rose 45 RBIs, uh 11.5% on that on that walk rate. Love that. And the mm-hmm. K rate it's not so far away folks. 17.6%. That's pretty impressive. I like that from a young guy. He's 23 years old, by the way. Let's remember yeah. that. He's 23. Uh, WRC Plus at 116. F4 at 2.4. Um, the negatives on the BSR, again, yet another race player that has a negative uh, BSR, negative 0.7. Um, not a lot of success with the barrel. Uh, he's at 30 in this 36th percentile in barrel percentage. Not a lot of success in the hard hit percentage. 43rd which might explain his very very low BABIP of Mm -hmm. 195 195 uh so overall i think the good with isak is the power he definitely has pop this guy hit 20 in how many games do you have how many games he played kevin
0: oh um it I do not have that off the top of my head. Sorry to put you on the spot there. Let me check it out real quick here.
1: Uh, he played in 111 games. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. I mean, yeah. this guy it, it, as a as an everyday. Or by the way, 111 that that could just be like a pinch hit uh, appearance. People. So uh, this guy has 30 homer pop. Easy. 35 like that that's kind of the pop so that's that's pretty impressive and again 23 years old i have to really stress that 23 years old so uh, people need to kind of understand that's a very young guy getting his first big taste of the major league so yeah when you look at the splits against righties boy they're awful 196 297 404 that's a slash line that's a 701 ops not very good. Um, he does destroy lefties to an 840 OPS, which mm-hmm. is pretty nice uh, but overall, I think he had a fine first season with the Rays. You do hope for some improvement um, especially with the contact uh, you know putting a little bit more more hits there, but overall, I think defensively speaking, I think he he impressed at yeah. least he impressed me and he impressed Savant he's rated in, in the 95th percentile in outs above average that's that's pretty great
0: yeah no he provided versatility which uh is not an easy thing to do many times for a young player even an experienced veteran and he has some yandi like qualities in drawing walks and not striking out and not chasing and uh I guess, has more pop than Yandi at this point in time. Surprising pop because that's something he never really showed or exhibited in the minor leagues. Now, I will note this is more pull-side, pull-heavy pop. He hasn't really um, shown it straight away or the other way, and that could be an issue going forward as to how pitchers attack him and say, hey, I'm not going to throw him any." in his wheelhouse or inside that he can turn and burn on. or are going to keep it away, breaking balls away, whatever it may be. Um, so that might be something that he has to learn and adjust is can he consistently punch the other, uh, the ball the other way, not necessarily for power for a home run, but just for a base hit, like so many other quality hitters are able to do. Um, so that's the good, the bad, um, you know, he hit, just 186 in the second half. We mentioned the BABIP. uh, Topter got underneath too many balls, just not enough consistent quality contact, or I should say he did not make enough quality contact consistently, maybe is the way to put that. Um, So that's going to be something that I will be interested to see how he uh, handles and maneuvers Going forward, especially as, like I alluded to, pitchers kind of having a little bit of a book and a repertoire on him now. And, um, you know, he gets into a little bit of uh, hot and cold streaks as well. Um, yeah. As far as at, at least this first, you know, uh, proof for him.
1: And going back to maybe another negative, the, the the splits have to get better. You you can't you can't yeah. pigeonhole yourself at 23 years old to just being a guy who can only you know hit lefties. Uh, you 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 got to get yourself a little bit better against the righties, um, and you you have the opportunity there to really become a more than a role player with the Rays. Uh, if you're versatile as you are, playing third, playing second playing first, and you're graded pretty great, again, at least with uh, outs above average, um, then you have a really good chance to become an important player with the race. So that's why you have to improve against righties. That line of 196, 297, and 404, it's just not going to make you see more than 300 at bats. And, and, right. and I know we had a mailbag in the past about how, how his role could change. You hit on one of them is, you know, you, you gotta be a little bit more, you know, uh, better at not just being a pull hitter. You gotta go the other way. So you don't become, Oh, okay. Well, why am I going to pitch you inside? Yeah. The other thing would be, well, we're just going to bring in that righty reliever. And so you're just not going to be facing, uh, you know, he, because you're going to get pulled from from the game. I mean, he got pulled for Taylor Walls for 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 bleep's mm-hmm. sake in the playoffs, and for a bunt attempt that was that was never not even a bunt attempt times two. So that I think is going to be his homework is to kind of you know be a little bit better against righties. Hopefully, uh, keep growing that power and be a little bit more consistent. Like you said, the dips and 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 highs of of the season. They have to be a little bit more stable. But overall, again, he's 23. There's room to grow.
0: Um, So future with the team uh, still pre-arb, I understand. Uh, Is he on the Rays roster in 2023?
1: I think so. I think when you are a team that scored 200 runs less than the year prior, and this guy is the one that co-led the team in home runs, in 111 games right. as a role bit player you don't you don't you don't don't get rid of offense do not get rid of offense where yeah. are you getting it from unless you have a stash of 100 million dollars that you're going to throw at somebody fine get rid yeah. of Yandi Randy and Isak sure but that's not happening that's not happening so you yeah. got to keep the guys that can give you some offensive production Yandi Randy and Isak are definitely those guys. So, yeah, Isaac Paredes should be on the team next year.
0: Power is a premium. And uh, yeah, that's really what I have to say about that. It's not like the Rays have the luxury of just uh, plugging and playing, even a 20 homer guy or a 15 homer guy. So, yeah. I think that um, at least to start the season and maybe if Jonathan Aranda is really kicking it off and Curtis Mead is blowing the doors down and Vidal Brujan and Xavier Edwards are blowing the doors down, something tells me that again, um, not every single one of those guys is going to work out or pan out. Um, Then maybe you, you have to make a move on Isak Breda. But I think at this point in time, you gotta, you gotta keep him on the roster because of that power and because of that versatility and because he, uh, has some reps under his belt now, more reps than yep. those aforementioned guys, too. Uh, as far as grade goes, uh, what are you giving Isak Paredes?
1: This was a difficult one for me because the negatives are very, very obvious. And, but how can you just grade a guy when he co-let the team in home runs? Like That's a big category. This is a big yeah. category,
0: um, for basically a roo- I mean, not a rookie, but basically, basically, twenty-three years, twenty-three years old, who entered the year with the Rays with less than, you know, sixty games and less than two hundred at bats under his belt.
1: Started in Triple A for bleep's sake, man. Yeah. So,
0: I, 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 I'm gonna go with an eighty-four. I'll give him an eighty-five. I mean, B ref gave him a two-point-four WAR. Uh, yeah. So and doing that in one hundred eleven games, yeah, I uh, solid B. I think is solid B. Is the yeah. marker for him, definitely a higher grade than G Man Choi, no doubt about that, hundred uh, percent whatsoever. So, all right, um, that is the player reviews of uh, G Man Choi and Isak Paredes. We'll move along with those. Uh, Next week, but before we end the program here, we have baseball trivia and name that war Ulysses, my baseball trivia question. Uh, I did have to put a little World Series flair on it. And um, yeah, you know, the Astros won the whole darn thing. So I guess I've got a trivia question about them in front of me. I have their top 10 career RBI men. I need five of those top 10 names in Astros history, Astros lore. Five of the top 10 RBI men in Astros franchise history. Lance Berkman. He is number three on this list with 1,090. Craig Biggio. Craig Biggio, number two on this list with 1,175.
1: Jose Altuve.
0: Very good guess. And you are correct. Number eight on this list with 696.
1: Bagman. Uh,
0: I don't know, a Bagman. Bagman?
1: Am I pronouncing <laughs> it incorrectly?
0: <laughs> I can't believe you're butchering this guy's last name. name? Uh, ba- this, Bagman. This guy's Bagman. like a
1: borderline Hall of Famer. Bagman? <laughs> am I, am I butchering ba- Bagman? I'm blanking. I- <laughs> yeah, but you know who uh, I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. Cal Rapkin. Cal Remkin. Yeah, I, I don't know if I should give you partial credit for this. I'll give you his give first, first name. name. Jeff. Give me the first name and I will. I'll get it. Jeff, right. he had a goatee. Jeff. A day, not a borderline hall of famer. He's in the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, and I'm and I'm and I'm butchering his last name. Bagman? Backman?
0: Backman? No, I'll give it to you. Don't don't forget I gave this one to you. Jeff okay. Bagwell. Oh, Bagwell. Bagwell. Uh, <sighs> MVP, Bergman. Gold Glove, I, eighty career WAR. Oh my goodness! Okay, so he's number okay. one on this list with one thousand five hundred twenty-nine. Bagman. Thank you. That's, that we sounds all like have a
1: Seinfeld us. character. I know it did. It did. I Bagman. totally would curb on that. I totally wouldn't curb. Yeah. Bagman. So you've Bagman. got
0: Bagwell, BGO, Berkman, and Altuve. I need one more name. b b b b b b be, b be, b's. Um. Hmm. hmm. Did you
1: see any of these guys play?
0: Uh yes. Maybe not um like incredibly notable, but uh you did see at least one of these guys play.
1: All right, all right. Um did, did Beltran play a lot for them? No, he didn't. Maybe he did.
0: Okay. Well, let me rephrase this. You've definitely seen one of these guys play.
1: One of these guys. Okay. And I've gotten four. And he's last
0: on this list. And he, like uh, Jeff Bagman, uh, used to sport (laughs) a little goatee action. But he probably will not. No, he definitely will not make the Hall of Fame, not just because he doesn't have the numbers for it, but uh, maybe also because of some uh, illicit substances. Well, yeah. Oh, wow, he died. He's dead.
1: Oh, well, that took a plot. That's a plot twist. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So he's in a bag, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's <laughs> a poor taste. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I don't know. Let's go okay. with. Let's go with uh, Luke Scott.
0: Strike one. Let's go with.
1: Carlos Correa.
0: strike two i thought yours but carlos lee that is somebody i would guess uh and that is incorrect although he's got to be very <sighs> close on this list um he's probably Damn. like number 11 if i had to guess but uh this guy may he rest in peace ken caminiti he's That's- dead Yeah, he died in 2004 from cocaine and heroin overdose. Crazy. What? Yeah. I had no idea. We always
1: bring Ken Kennedy into this into the podcast. I know. Maybe because he. I
0: don't know. What? Damn. 2004. But yeah, so that's that's the name that I thought you might have had a chance of guessing at. Uh, These other guys, not really Jose Cruz, Bob Watson. Cesar Sedano, Jim Wynn, and Doug Raider. So that's the list. Top 10 RBI men, aka Bagman. <laughs> Jeff Bagman. Oh, that'll
1: never Bergman got me. Oh uh, man. Bergman wow. Bagman. Ken Kamenetti. Damn. Yeah. So wow. All right. Damn. Okay. Well, let's bring it up a little bit, people, with yeah. the uh mood here and guess what we were on the same wavelength cuz for name that war I have also an Astros player look okay. at that bang that trash can um this player debuted in 1993 and you did see him play mostly with the Houston Astros mm-hmm. his name is Brad Ausmus what is his career baseball reference war oh
0: it's tough because he was a catcher also manager um i would have to say he probably made like at least two all-star appearances i don't think he ever put up like incredible numbers certainly not in the realm of mike piazza or uh ivan rodriguez and maybe not even jason kindle um might have had a little bit more pop than Kindle. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say that he played a dozen years plus in the league and compiled, I'm sure there's some defense involved here, uh, compiled a war between 15 to 20, I'll give him uh, 18 career war.
1: Not bad, Mr. Weiss. Brett Osmus has a career baseball reference war of 16.5. Ah. He was a one-time all-star, a three-time gold glover. He had a career 251 batting average, 325 on base, 344 slug. That's a 669, very nice OPS, with an OPS mm-hmm. plus of 7580 career Home runs, but look at that all-star game, all-star year from 1999 uh, with the Detroit Tigers. 275 batting average, 365 on base, 415 slug, a 779 OPS, a 100 on the nose OPS plus, nine home runs in 127 games, 126 hits. Pretty, pretty cool for him. Um, and back-to-back gold gloves in 2001 and 2002, and then later in his career in 06 with the Astros as well. So Great. that is Brad Osmus's career. A lot of people would like to play in the major leagues for uh, 18 years like he did.
0: Yeah, you almost earned like double pensions there.
1: I mean, nope. imagine, like my goodness, that's uh, 18 years in the big leagues. Like you have to do something very, very well. Career yeah. earnings of $36 million.
0: Mm-hmm although if you play 18 years i feel like okay at least let me get to 100 home runs in my career he didn't even reach that
1: i know i know
0: that's a shame uh also he's got a great set of teeth on him. some nice chompers there um all right so from brad ausmus to jeff bagman (laughs) uh we covered it was that got me
1: it was i was i you know the brain the brain played games there god you brought me with a ken Kemanity thing lance
0: bagman yeah that's that that would have been funny funny. that would have been ah there we go all right um (sighs) thank you for making the locked on race podcast your very first listen every day now make your second listen the locked on sports today podcast hope you all have a wonderful veterans day and weekend and we will talk to you next week